Boy, do I have a special treat for you today as I am interviewing a special guest that one who is near and dear to my heart and our special guest today, Jaslyn Pipkins, is going to be sharing her testimony and how she went from struggling 2000 per month, it's just not consistent to hitting over $10,000 per month. And she is going to be sharing the beautiful nuances of the journeys, the good, the challenges, and the wins of the journey. And so get ready for some wisdom bombs as they are being dropped. Get your pen, get your paper, and get ready to take good notes because this is going to be one for the books. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up. It's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Y'all, I am super, super excited about today's episode because today we're going to be getting into a case study with one of my favorite clients. Like, y'all, she is a woman after just my own heart. I'll just have to tell you that because she just has such a beautiful personality. She has such a beautiful spirit and the work that she's doing and the impact that she's making in the world is just incredible. When I initially met her, I was just thinking, like, um, it's funny because she was in, we was just talking in the green room and she, I asked her about one of her clients. And so it, um, I kind of smiled to myself because when I initially met her, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking it was something where she said, she was like, yeah, we're great. It's like, she's a mini me. And so when I initially met her, she, I was thinking the same thing because she's such a go-getter and she's about father God's heart and she's about serving. And so Y'all, we talk about the codes all the time, the generational wealth codes. And so we're going to be tapping into the generational wealth codes and we're going to do that using our special guest, Jaslyn Pipkins, as we walk through those different codes. And as we're doing that, here's what I'd like you to do. Because I don't want you to just be a hearer of what's going on. I want you to do something with what you're hearing. And so as we're walking through this, what I'd like you to do is to put yourself in the situation and say, okay, where, you know, assess where you are and then say, what can I do? How can I coach yourself through this? What, how can I make those transitions? How can I use Jaslyn's story? to elevate my story, because that's what it's all about. It's about us elevating one another. Our testimony is there to elevate, to grow, and to 
help the next person. And part of our testimony is for us, us being that lighthouse. Our testimony is the light that we get to share with others. And so I'm so grateful, Jaslyn, that you have chosen to be here to share your amazing testimony uh, from where you started and where you are now. So Jaslyn, first of all, welcome to the show. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to be here. It is an honor to just be back. I always feel like I'm at home when I'm with you. That's because we're twins. We're, we're sisters from, from the same mister. Hey, we're sisters yes. from the same. <laughs> yes, yes. So y'all, I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to just say, y'all heard my heart about it, um, about Jaslyn. She is a uh, mentality coach for athletes. And so I want her to introduce herself to you so you can just get a feel of the amazing woman that she is. So Jaslyn, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, who you serve, and why you do what you do? Uh, so I am known as Coach Jazz. Um, my business is definitely ran by God. He planted the business Jazzletics Academy. It's a school of sports for athletes anchored in Christ. And so what I do is I train athletes to um, be able to gain confidence consistently when they compete through mindset and skill set training. And the thing is, is God gave me this because I never thought that training athletes mentality meant that much because I thought athletics was just all about the physicality. But God was like, no, they need to know they need to have the mentality of Christ so that they can compete with consistent confidence, not through their mind, their strength, but through my power, my strength and my might. And that is how they'll be able to honor God and glorify him through their gifts and their talents. Ooh, I love that. You know, you said a few amazing things. You use the word confidence that you help them to find confidence. And one thing that I've learned from my journey with my own children is that's been a that's a big thing. Even if I go back and think about my journey and becoming an athlete and just stepping into all the things is that that confidence was a, a big piece of it. But the really cool part about it is you take it further than confidence. Confidence is something that it you learn over time. But here's the deal. You also teach God confidence. You're teaching them how to tap into God confidence and to really tap into another level of spirituality. And one thing that I've known is and learned is that what these athletes are learning on the court, it actually goes into their life. I know so many lessons that from even just being an athlete that has come over into my life and I still use those things today. So the work that you are doing is just incredible. So why, what made you get into this? Yeah, I know you said that this is God's business. He told you to do it, all the things, because you actually had some amazing things before you, like when you go into college, like you were offered some amazing things there. And then God did a hard pivot on you. And now you're doing this work. Yes. So honestly, God had to take me back to where I needed a me in my life whenever I played sports. I honestly grew up just always loving um, just having a ball in my hand, just working hard in general. I honestly think I like preparing for competition better than the competition. I just like to work hard and see that work. You just grow out into fruition. But God had to take me back to when I didn't have um, a, ment a strong mentality when I played sports. 
My mentality was not strong. I focused more on working out, getting fast, getting strong. But when it came to the point of me having to shoot the last second ball or having to serve the last point of the game, I put my faith in my own strength and my strength failed me. And if I had a me in my life to tell me like, hey, you have to train through Christ, through the knowledge of Christ, through the willpower of Christ. And that's what's going to ease your um, your anxiety. Instead of playing, putting the pressure on you, put the pressure on God. He can handle it. And so when God showed me that I had a lack of strong mentality and a lack of uh, including him on the court, not just in church, but on the court with me, that is when I started realizing that a lot of athletes were missing. They, they were thinking about what is the missing piece of me being able to compete with consistent confidence. I always tell my athletes that there's a difference um, between true confidence and false confidence. False confidence is where you only have confidence when you're doing good. True confidence is even when you're messing up, even when you feel like you're not qualified enough to shoot that last second shot or to win that race last at the last second. That's when you know, okay, I still have confidence regardless of this outcome. I know I'm good because God created me and said I was good. And he said through him, I could do all things. As long as I compete with faith and not fear, then we're good. And so I remember like, Putting all of my um, confidence and just my willpower physically, it led me into training so hard to where when I got into college, I was injured for 10 months. So going from playing sports since I was three years old to going to college and not having to do anything at all, just sit there and wait until my joints heal, that was traumatic for me. And I was like, who am I without these sports? Who am I? My muscles started shrinking because I couldn't work out no more. I was just feeling not like myself. And um, God, God sent me that. He was like, your identity is not in your sports. It's in me, daughter. Okay, so let's find out what is your true purpose whenever you go out onto this court. It's to glorify me. Even through the midst of your fear, even through the midst of you making mistakes, how do you respond to your mistakes? Because that's what glorifies me. How do you, re- how do you respond to the pressure? That's what glorifies me. How do you respond to being in a leadership position even when you don't feel like it? That is what glorifies me. At the end of your life, I'm not going to judge you for how many points you scored or how many championships you won. And I've won a lot and scored a lot. I have. But that's not what God is going to look at me for. So God wanted me to challenge the athletes to play through him, to know that Jesus is your biggest fan. Heaven is your fan club and the Holy Spirit is your coach. And as long as you have those three on your team when you're competing, you are winning regardless of that scoreboard because God looks at the scoreboard of your heart. And I believe that that's what decreases these um, athletes' anxiety as well as their parents because now they're not competing with a um, worldly mindset. They're competing with a heavenly mindset, which brings forth all those fruits of the spirit. That's some good stuff, y'all. These are principles that you can take into business all day. So some of those questions that she was like dropping in, like, I hope that you you heard some of those. Like, for example, put the pressure on God. You really coming back. And then I'm I'm going I'm to teach a little bit because that's just what I feel. And then we coming back. But here's what I want to say, because I don't want you to run over what she said. Put the pressure on God. So many times we find ourselves in a place where we are putting the pressure on ourselves and it is it's it's not going to help you to grow your business. So what you get to do is you get to ask yourself, where am I out of alignment and where am I putting pressure on myself and I'm not putting the pressure on God? Because if he said it is so and so he who began a good work, he will finish it. 
until it's it's in. And so it's my job to be faithful and to continue to partner with him. And so Jaslyn, it didn't start like that um, when you we, we initially started working together. Like as we're tapping into the sea of the codes, you really, which is creativity, you knew that you were creative. Like you are just creative, you're gifted, you knew all the things. But when you initially started, like we were just having the conversation, what was coming up for you and where were you feeling like you were in pressure in your business? And it was like you had all the ideas, but then you really didn't know how to kind of monetize that into a sustainable business and make that work. What were some of the other things that were coming up to you and what was that journey like in the beginning as it was tapping into your get the gift of your creativity? Yes. So whenever I first started, um, I I just thought that the vision, my vision was too small for people to buy into my business. I felt like what I was giving out was so unique that parents and athletes wouldn't wouldn't believe in it almost like like I knew that what God planted in me was a great thing because I was like, I need God. Where was this when I was their age? You know, somebody that I can vent to and have a safe place to truly tell like how I'm feeling as an athlete. And so um, what happened was whenever I did get connected with Woke Next Level, they helped me to realize that my gifts will make room for me, meaning that if they make room for me, what's going to happen is I'm going to grow as I have the faith to come out of my fear of feeling like people won't see the vision that God has planted in me. And so once I put my creativity of creating um, like a program for athletes to have that vulnerable space and just even with um, Coach Don and Coach LaDondra showing me how I can, you know, set up calls with parents and let them know my testimony and my journey. That's what made me feel more confident was when I went from the fear of people not understanding me and just focused on the story, my testimony is what profited and brought prosperity into my business. I had to realize that when they told me that, okay, your story is enough, I was like, okay, all I have to do is be myself, be real raw and uncut with them, let them know what I went through, all the anxiety I had to go through because I didn't have a me in my life. You know, that is when parents, like literally when I gave them the premium prices, because they, they was pushing me, y'all. They was like, girl, get, give them that premium price. Let them know what you're worth, you know? When I did that, it was easy for me to throw in that price without feeling like, oh, what if they what if they don't buy into it because it's too much or too expensive? What if they don't? But my story is what they drew near to. And they didn't even, real, they didn't even focus on how much it cost. They were so drawn into my story. My story of when I played four sports and when I was in college, I played uh, two sports and I worked two jobs and I was president of two clubs. They realized that I went through enough to have to be qualified for, for me, for them to trust me with their child, you know? And so when I realized that it wasn't about my fear is about, first of all, if I don't take this leap, this step to be able to help these kids, I'm going to be a disservice to society anyway, because there's somebody that I need to reach. If I don't be my full self and step out on faith to realize that the business that God has for me is is, is meant for me and it's never going to be taken away. I say this because the thing is, is when it comes to you being in business, you have to realize that God has assigned a certain person to you. And when you take care of God's people, he'll take care of you. I've had to tell myself time and time because before I did go into mentoring athletes, um, not just 
not just training them physically, but mentoring them on Zoom and talk, even, you know, them um, calling me on having phone calls, whatever it is to help them. Um, I realized that, okay, I did used to do this stuff for free, actually. So God was like, girl, you already showed me that you're not in it for the money. I want to reward you. So go in and be about my business and let me take care of you because you're taking care of my people. I want to pour into you. So when I tell you that the price is going up, it's going up. And I, I just felt led to share that because I feel like sometimes as business owners like myself, I'm like, I really don't want to raise the price. I'm good with where I'm at. But when you're putting in more effort, you're adding more onto the plate, like as far as what you want to give to them and offer them, God is like, hey, that took out time. That took out your hard work, your dedication, your creativity. Hey, I want you to profit from that. You know, I don't want you to leave yourself high and dry. So going from that creativity and 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 not using it out of fear, Coach LaDondra and Coach Don, they pushed me out there like with, with great faith. They were like my Deborah and Naomi. They was like, girl, come on, wherever God go, you got to go because he up here. You still out down here trying to do stuff for free. God is like, not no more. It's time to put a price on it, put a plan on it, put a package on that and give it out there. And who's for you will be for you. And they will buy into that because they see me through you. Yes. Yes. That's so good. Here's some things that I heard. Not only did you, you shifted your belief in what you were doing and you knew you had amazing gifts on the inside of you, but you had to step into the expanded version of God's vision and to believe that it was good enough, despite the story you were telling yourself, because it was only a story that you were telling yourself. And so once you did that, then you were able to shift and to elevate. And so the way that you talk about your pricing right now, I'm excited and proud to hear because you're like, before it was not that, but now you're like, I'm raising the price. This is what it is because I know the value that I'm bringing to the table. And I can say that unapologetically because when your student come into an encounter with my program, they're going, their lives are going to be forever transformed. And what I've learned through your program is even the parents' lives are transformed. And so sometimes we can diminish the small things and we say, oh, I just do that. But that just creates a ripple effect when we truly step into the big vision that God has for it and we trust it. And when we trust it, then it opens up more doors for us. Another thing that uh, I heard you say is that you have to shift your, like I said, your money mindset. And once you shifted your money mindset, it shifted your position in the market. And Mm -hmm. the parents started to take you more serious and you started to attract different type of parents where and they were, instead of them trying to negotiate with you on your pricing and all this stuff, it was more like, okay, like this is what it is. And the, and you started to get people who were paying you tips and doing other things. It was an elevated position. And so mm-hmm. that means that you have to shift your niche. Um, that was another thing. When we first started working together, you were like, you just have a big heart and you're like, I serve all the athletes like from, and it wasn't even just the athletes. It was the grandmas, the, uh, <laughs> the, the kids, the mamas. It was everyone. Yes. What was yeah. that shift like for you? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, um, and, and I like that you brought, brought those things up too. I wanted to backtrack when you were talking about how I was changing the lives because one parent actually gave me a quote that I love for myself. I posted it on LinkedIn and got a bunch of hits, but it was, um, she was like, Jaslyn, you're truly changing the world one athlete at a time. 
And that really touched my heart because that's all I've ever wanted to do for a parent to see that, that melted my heart. So I just wanted to bring that in. I am changing the world one athlete at a time. Um, now, when it came to like the niching, that was so hard because everyone knows that if you're creative, you are going to be so creative to where you're like trying to make everything fit everyone and you really believe you can do it too. But when I tell you that made everything so much more overwhelming and it put like a pause to where God was wanting to move me forward into to where it was like I needed Coach LaDondra and Coach Don to help me to realize like, hey, let's go into let's not not be in in a whole bunch of uh, niches. Let's niche it down into that one area that is needed, because that is where you're going to be able to not only have a full cup left for yourself, but be able to pour into them. As you pour into them, you'll still have your cup running over, but you're going to run out of you, you're going to run out all your your, your, your cups, your, whatever you, was in your cup. By pouring into everybody, you're not going to have anything left for yourself. So let's focus on that one that one area, those those students that really need you. And that was uncomfortable for me because I, in general, outside of being a business owner, I am a people person. I want to do for everybody. And I felt like I was doing um, others a disservice by not serving them the way that they wanted to. But this is where the shift changed because when I saw that I could niche down who I was going to be serving, it then turned into me um, learning how to niche down what my priorities were in business. So now it's like, I'm not only thinking about, okay, who am I serving? Okay, now it's like, okay, what am I niching down as far as priorities? What is it next that I need to do in my business to help my business, not only to stay afloat, not only to stay afloat, but to continue to elevate to where it needs to be so that it will not be stagnant. Because we're trying to elevate y'all. We're never trying to just stay stagnant. There's there's times where God has wanted me to, you know, remain and, and just like, you know, sustain but when you're in a season where God is wanting you to elevate, you have to learn how to prioritize things. And I felt like that first started with niching. Because if I didn't niche down to that one, that one group, um, then now it's making me having have to have like even more priorities than what I need. Cause I'm trying to serve everybody. So it was much more easier. I had so much more peace and just having that support system to let me know that I'm doing the right thing, it really helped. So and I don't know I keep on bringing up Coach LaDondra and Coach Don, Coach Sean, but they were my mothers. Like I was, a, I, I am still, I am still, I'm, a, I'm growing a little bit into business. But when I came with them, I was a baby and they took care of me in my business and they've seen it grow and they've seen it, you know, fall short at times. But I, I just always bring them up because they were there from the start. And so um, I just say that with honor because that not only helped me to learn how to niche my business, but it also helped me to niche down my priorities and what I needed to go forward into next. Ooh, that's so good. Niching down your priorities, because that's one of the biggest things that hold generational change agents down for making the change that they are desiring to make because they're all digging wells in all these different places and not going deep enough to draw from the, the well of the water, the gifts that God has it planted and intended in the inside of him when he created him. And so that was, that's beautiful. And thank you for bringing up that point. So let's tap into the O. The O is all about the operations and as you setting a infrastructure around your gifts, around your creativity to sustain the weight of the calling. And so when you first started, you were with us, you were coaching the athletes primarily on, in the gym. And so it was more so based on your time one-on-one -on -one and what you can do one-on-one. -on -one. And we wanted, we needed to make a shift to help you to 
to increase your capacity so you could serve more students and free up your time. What did that process look like for you in getting those type of shifting in your business model and then also getting systems around you that was going to help you to really to stand in your calling and assignment with authority? Yes. So it was hard at first because I wanted to, like I said, want to be there for everybody. And I was initially training everyone in the gym. However, my goal and still my goal is to also um, train athletes and mentor them virtually because that frees up time for me because as a business owner who not only like, you know, does the virtual thing, when I do train athletes in gym, I also have to pay those gym rent fees. Everything is going up. And so that was also something that was a drainage for me as well as the gym fees, as well as um, having to actually physically be there at the gyms. And um, that was like, you know, that that was overwhelming. It was also taking me away from actually being able to sit in my office. And it, it just made me feel like I was working in my business more than working on my business. And so the systems that um, that I learned to use, of course, I use Zoom for my um, athletes. Um, and then also um, even like systems like Calendly, because I was manually uh, writing down my athletes when they come in, like their schedules, their routines of what days they come in. And um, it was just pretty much chaotic. So the systems of like using Zoom, Calendly, even learning about um, Pajabi, how it's like an all-in-one system. And um, I mean, just just having systems in place in general helped me to be able to not pull my hair out because it's like when you're doing everything manually, like y'all, when I tell y'all I was writing everything down because I am a writer. So to me, I was like, it's okay. I'm a writer. I don't mind writing it down. But in reality, I'm overwhelmed because at times, you know, I would forget to write things down. But using those systems that Coach John and LaDondra, you know, just pretty much taught me to use just to free up the time from even even when um you you have clients that are not showing up, they're no shows or they're forgetting when their session is. And so they're not getting sent reminders, things like that. That helped the operations of my business operate even better because pretty much I'm a one man band right now. We're working up to having, you know, the new hires. But when you're a one man band and you're writing things down manually and you're praying to God that you didn't, you know, maybe duplicate a session or, you know, or didn't do a, didn't reschedule, you know, rescheduling clients, all those things is so overwhelming. So with the help of the operations of my business, it helps so much, even the parents, because their schedules are just as crazy as mine. Some parents, I have three of their athletes, you know, but even much more just having athletes virtually, that helped me because I'm in my safe space now. I'm now able to be in my comfort zone of talking face-to-face, talking, listening to what what the athlete is going through, uh, being able to even virtually show them workouts to do, um, being able to just like let them vent in a quiet, in their own home base. Because most times when you're in a gym, you got people walking in and out and it, it doesn't seem as personal as it usually would be if we are in a virtual setting. So that's something that I really did love. It, it just helped. And then I'm at home, y'all. So it just felt even much better. So I just I just love having those operations set in place and being able to do my virtual thing because that is the ultimate goal. Like I love training athletes in person, but having that virtual setting, I can tell they're so comfortable just venting to me. And so I like that better. <laughs>
Yeah, I love that. And I, I appreciate that you said that. And so one thing that I will, I want to point out you guys is that a lot of times we feel like, oh, I'm a solopreneur. And so I getting to that next level of success is not possible for me because I am a solopreneur. But when you have the right systems and processes in place, it frees up your time for you to focus in on your business and the priorities of your business that matter the most. And you can put some things on autopilot and you can mm -hmm. stop ductating, tough duct taping your business together and to start operating like a professional, the professional that you are. And so, you know, I love that the shifts that you made in that area, Jaslyn, as far as your business. And one thing that I want to give to you credit to you is that even when it got hard, because there were times where you're, you would, you would be beating your own self up. And you're like, I gotta get this right. I want to be professional. I want to be professional. The thing that we kept reminding you is that you already are the professional. You just got to start to get the systems around you so that you can really step into that, that, uh, authority of what the professional and the expert that you are being called to be without all the pressure. And so when you have the right systems in place, it really takes you out of that place of pressure and it really puts you in a place of purpose where you can just focus in on the things that matter most. So there's been a lot of shifts from where you started when it comes to your branding. And so this, when we talk about the D, which is dominion, stepping into your dominion and creating a brand experience that really aligns with your clients, we, we want to really tap into that experience that not only it, it reflects you, it reflects God and it reflects the things that you are the people that you are being called to serve. And so when you first started, we did an audit of your entire business, your website, your social media platforms, like all of the things. And it, when your initial brand looks totally different from what your current brand is. And so can you tell us about like what that experience was like when we did that audit to where you are now and that process? Yes. So it was very uncomfortable because I'm the type of person that I don't be liking feedback, y'all. <laughs> but it made me, it challenged me because it, it showed me that, you know, um, first of all, I would say this, when they give me feedback, I now take it as like, okay, what if I have an athlete that wants to do the same thing I want to do and wants to, or wants to run a business? Then now I have the knowledge to share because I've already gotten feedback from me. I'm learning, I'm giving what I learned. But whenever we went through that process, it actually made me feel more professional because now I'm not guessing. Now I'm like, now I'm not like, oh, like, is, does this look right? Is this too much? Is this too less? Usually with me, I'm extra, extra. So my stuff is usually too much. And I can overwhelm myself because I'm a creative. So I like to do the most. But when Coach LaDodger and Coach Don, like, you know, gave me feedback on my website, it helped me to learn once again, like that niching word just goes into so many other things where you're when I when I went to my website at first, it overwhelmed myself. But I felt like I wanted to have so much detail, so much color, so much this, so much that to, to for people to understand who I am. And it was probably overwhelming them as well. So for them to help me go through that process of like, OK, this is all you need just short, simple, straight to the point, still be you still express your brand through, you know, your personality and, and what your business is, but let's niche it down to where they can actually find what they need to find, go where they need to go and, and still love your website and still see who you are. And that helped me feel less overwhelmed too, because now it's like, I'm feeling more confident to just 
be that way as well when they talk to me. Now, when they talk to me, I'm not being all over the place and just giving them too much information. I'm telling them what they see is what they get. And if they didn't, they didn't catch on the first time, then maybe you're looking for something more that I can't give you. And that just means that you're not my client. And that's perfectly fine. Because now I don't have a lot of clients that I probably, and this is just real in business. I'm real raw, true, and uncut. There's some clients where you're like, oh, Lord, I'm glad that they dropped off. I'm glad they're gone. Because they're they're not giving what they're supposed to give as well. You know, you're serving your clients as well. But it's like when you have those clients who are maybe not, I don't know how to how to put Y'all know what I mean. But just, you know, you're just like, okay, well, maybe I'm not for you. Because now you're trying to reshape me into something that I'm not. This is who I am. This is how God created me. This is how he created my business. And this is how it's going to be. We're not changing or reshaping for no one. <laughs> yeah, I want to scream. I'm just literally like with a tambourine. Because yes, yes. When you can get to that place to where you are like, I'm okay if they don't want to work with me. You're so clear in your branding. You're so clear in who you've been called to be. You're so clear in the people that you've been called to serve that it's like, if you're not resonating with what I'm putting out and what you see, I'm okay with that because I'm going, I'm only in it for the ones who God has called me to serve. I'm not in it for the everybody's, the other people, they're for somebody, but maybe not for me. And I don't want to get in the way of the somebody's that they are being called to serve. I only want to be available for the ones that I am being called to serve. And I think that that is the power of creating a clear brand experience. And so. Jasmine, that was that was great. Like as I was listening, I was like, "Don't be loud," because she she's talking. But I wanted to get my tambourine because that's such a freeing place to be, such a freeing place to be. Because you don't you don't now you're not in pressure trying to perform and perfect, and you're not in overwhelm. You said that quite a few times. Like I was overwhelming myself. So quite quite naturally, if you're overwhelmed, your client is going to be overwhelmed or your ideal client. And that's the reason why a lot of people, they don't buy. You're wondering, like, it's, you think it, you start to blame it on your work ethic. Well, no, you're putting in all the grit, the time and tenacity and all of that. But it's the experience that you're creating or the wording, the messaging and the positioning. And they're just going another way or you're, you're attracting, I call them the leeches. You're attracting the leeches, the one who just want free or they want to bargain or they want to negotiate with you and not the ones that's like, you know what? I value your services and I, whatever you put out, like I'm, I'm willing and ready to pay uh, that because I'm not paying. I'm making an investment in my child. I'm making an investment in myself. I'm making an investment. And so when you have put your positioning right, that's what your ideal client will feel. So let's go ahead and tap into the E, which is all about the expansion. And so we believe that when you choose one focus, that creates rapid acceleration in your business. And so when you choose that one focus, let me say it again, it creates rapid acceleration. Most entrepreneurs struggle, especially creative entrepreneurs, with choosing one focus. I want to do this and I need to do this and I have this and I have that. And a lot of times that it creates a not only overwhelm, but then it also gets in the way of you doing the highest level of profit producing activity that's going to move the needle in your business. So what's that been like for you, Jasmine, when you first came on? You really wanted to focus on quite a few things. What was it like to 
narrow in on one thing? And what was the results when you did narrow in on the one thing? Yes. So at first I wanted to just, you know, you, when you get feedback from like your awesome coaches, like coach John and coach John, they were just like, so awesome. It's like, you're wanting to, as a creative, you're wanting to just attack it all. Cause you're just so like excited to just fix all of your business all at once. Um, but one of the things um, that coach John taught me was to just write, just write out all your, as a creative, the, the best thing to do that, causes the least anxiety just write out all your thoughts just write them all out it don't matter if it's a hundred of them then go back and let's put them in priority of what really matters first and when I learned to do that that is when I was able to see okay this is what I have the capacity to do right now at this moment so I'm not only looking at my capacity but I'm also looking at what are my clients needing as well that they're not getting from me so that I can piece that together. Now I'm feeling like I'm going somewhere with serving myself and my clients instead of it being off balance. Um, and so when I started to do things like that, like not looking at, okay, what do my clients need? And then looking at their needs. And then I'm doing all of these things to try to serve them, but now I'm, now I'm not serving myself. Now I'm trying to fill up another cup from an empty cup and I can't afford to do that. So now it's like, okay, I'm looking at, okay, what is the uh, uh, what is good enough for the capacity that I need? And then what do I need to serve uh, for them? How can I put those things together? And when I focus on that one thing, especially when it came to, okay, how many clients uh, can I handle in, in a month? And then also what those clients are needing from me. Because at first it was like, okay, this client wants to do virtual mentality with me three days a week. And this client wants to, train with me every day. And if I was to look at what they, they may get, they may have needed it now. They may have needed the mentality coaching and needed to be in the gym with me those days. They may have, but does that serve my capacity? And if not, and if not, okay, there needs to be some shifts. There needs to be some boundaries. And that's where the packaging and all that stuff came in. I had to focus on how am I going to package, do my packages to where it um, serves both me and their schedules. And when I focus on that, that then was able to shape my boundaries on what I was able to give out. Cause I'm not about to give out more than what God told me to. I know that um, the people say, Oh, like um, God will give you too much that you can handle. And I believe that he will. It's just the way that you handle it is how you have to move about it. But when I focus on just that one thing, that package and how to serve both my clients and myself, that then opened up even more like wisdom for me to uh, have thought out because if I'm doing too much I can't use wisdom my mind's too clouded I'm just moving with zeal the bible says that a person uh with zeal and no wisdom then whatever they build is in vain whatever they build is not going to last so you can have zeal and passion but if you don't have the knowledge and wisdom to back it you're not going to last but when I focus on that that then turned my business from being a 2200 a month to like a, literally a quick like 8K. One time it was 9K. And one time I even went, uh, I, there's a couple times where I went into a 10K. And I believe that the profit that I received from just focusing on that one thing, what was most important, it opened up the door for me to make wise decisions on how to pretty much manage my business to where I could hear from God. Instead of trying to be all things to all people and try to do all things to fix my business all at once, like I actually was like 
trusting God. Instead of trying to fix everything all at once, I trusted God. I was like, okay, God, this I see this is what I need to focus on first. I'm going to do that. All the rest, I want to get to it, but I trust that you will tell me what to do next after I finish doing what's in front of me, what's most important. And so, so it opened up a door of peace, more wisdom to hear from God on how to move forward, but it also opened up another big door financially for me that I never thought that I would get this quick. I thought it was going to take me three years, but it took me three months, honestly. And that's how good God is. I give all glory to him. Um, and I believe in that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added. And so that's my answer on that. No, that's phenomenal, Jasmine. And I appreciate your, the vulnerability in sharing that journey. One thing that I, I, I'm going to point out just a couple of things, actually. Um, one of those things being that you were you were faithful to sow into yourself, um, even when you felt like you didn't have it at the, the beginning. And one thing that I've learned about you in your journey is that at every level, you've had faith. You've taken steps by faith. And so a lot of times we say, I trust God. I believe in God. But then our actions don't back that up. Your actions have literally backed that up every time, every time. And so I, I want to commend you for putting in the work because you literally put in the work and you stood by faith, even when it got hard. And so I know that we even did like um, I did a 90 day implementation plan for yep. you. We do that as well. And then it really breaks down like step by step on what you need to focus on in what season. And there was times where you're like, I don't know if I can do this, like whatever. But you stood and you stayed anchored. There were times where you even was like, you know what? I'm going to take a fast and I'm and, and I'm going to decrease. You were willing to decrease so that he can increase his wisdom in you and you can continue to stay anchored in the plan and stay anchored in his plan. And that's where those rapid accelerations started to come. And so I just wanted to take a moment to honor you for on that because you did put in the work and everything that we worked out, everything that you do, we're talking about with Coach Dawn, everything we did with the implementation plan, but you also showed up and you did the work and that is powerful. Let's go Thank into you. our last one, which is the C and the C is all, I meant the C, the S is all about scaling. And so when we, we're, we're going to scale into legacy impact. And so what I would like to just ask you, from where you started to where you are now, how do you feel like you are scaling into legacy impact? Um, I will just say this one thing and then you, I want you to just take off of whatever you feel in your, that, that comes up for you. But one of the reasons that we really wanted to help you to get some capacity back, I remember saying, let me see your calendar. Cause there was a lot of overwhelm going on. And I'm like, literally send me your calendar so I can see what's happening here. Because, you know, we talk about creating an, a legacy impact and scaling. Well, we have to be duplicatable. And so if we're so in our business and we're the bottleneck as the CEOs and we are we can't be duplicatable then how can you scale into that legacy impact and so one thing that we wanted to buy back help you to buy back with some of your time which was why not only did we make sure that your packages were on point, your pricing was on point, because you don't need to be working for pennies and trying to and putting in all this work and all of that. But then also that leveraging the online space. And I remember you were thinking like, that, that's not going to work. Like, who's going to pay me to do that? But you stepped into it. 
and it created another level of leverage for you and for your business. And now you're on other platforms. Y'all, if y'all need a guest speaker uh, for it with podcasting or any, she does the. And so these are ways that you're creating additional leverage and scaling into that leg- legacy impact. Tell me what that experience has been like for you. Yeah, so where did I start? I mean, whenever... I remember like whenever I started, I, I really, like I said, I, I believed in the vision that God gave me. I just didn't think that others would, would see it. And that's where it goes into, you know, we don't live to please uh, men. We live to please God. So when we talk about scaling into that, even when you talk about the capacity, that was huge. We go back to the, um, we always, t- I always tell you this too, um, Coach LaDondra, Less is more. It really is. Even now to this day that I've grown, saying less is more makes my stomach hurt. I'm like, what? Because I just always feel like, you know, I'm extra, extra, you know. But I hear that theme song, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> but I rebuke it. I wanted I want God to to flow more than me, more through me than me going through my own strength. And it's like I really have to take account of that because that's what I tell my athletes. It's not by your power, your will, or your might. Zephaniah says it's through God's power, his will, and his might. And your strength is, is, is nothing to depend on. And so I remember when you got my schedule, I was scared because I was like, this woman about to see that I work like almost seven days a week. <laughs> and I was like, she's going she to I mean, she's gonna tell me, okay, you need two days off. And that's what she told me. And I knew I was scared of that too. I was like, oh no. But when I did um, take heed to that, because just like God, when he tells you something, it's not going to make sense, but it's going to make miracles. And she knows it's my favorite quote. And it made a miracle on me because I found myself, um, this is something where business owners go wrong. They, you, you, your, your business then becomes your identity to where you're now serving your business more than you're serving God. And that is a complete no. Oh my goodness, it's a it's a complete no. And when the with the capacity of just being less and allowing God to do more, take taking time off two days out of the week. And I was like, oh Lord, like I don't want to lose clients. What if I make less than I made last month? You know, of course, God, God had to get me together on that because it's not about the money. He's gonna take care of me regardless. Why am I worrying about taking time off for not only just myself but my father? Why am I worried about that? I shouldn't be worried about money. I should I should know that my wealth comes from my time with him. And so whenever I chose to take those two days off, even with the 90-day devotional, which I just recommend y'all to, to check out, uh, Coach LaDondra has a 90-day devotional, and every day it spoke to me. When I tell you it read me up and down, I just, sometimes I was scared to go to that, that next the next page of that 90 day, I was like, oh, Lord, it's about to call me out. I'm about to be called higher again. I was just called higher yesterday. But that 90 day devotional really challenged me to actually apply the word of God. The beginning of this podcast, she spoke on a scripture that I just that I love and that I've told my athletes about. Uh, we actually talked about it um, last week in our um, when we had our anchor scripture. We talked about being hearers and doers of the word. You hear and you do. When you don't, you're fooling yourself. The Bible says to be hearers, not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And if you are not, okay, then you're only deceiving yourself. And so I had to really take account of that. Okay, Coach LaDondra 
And that's God speaking through her because he always says, if I don't listen, I'm not a hearer. Or do I, I'm not a doer. I'm just hearing what she says and nodding my head and being like, yeah, but I'm not doing it. And I didn't want to do that because I know that it wasn't her telling me that it was him. So literally, whenever I shrunk my time to just like, you know, just not not just having two days off, my business grew even more. I mean, even my faith grew even more because, you know, when you're overwhelmed, your faith can shrink because now you're like, OK, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going outside of the capacity God has given me. Now my faith is low because I'm using a faith that it don't even come from the from from God. Now I'm trying to use my own my own faith. In, and that's what's causing me to feel super weak because I'm using a faith that's not extended out to me in the first place. This was all the capacity God was giving me. He wanted me to have two days off to myself to be able to rest and receive. And he's going to take care of the rest of the business or the gaps that I thought I was going to have by not having clients on those days. And even those clients that I felt like I was going to lose, some of them stayed and other ones they went and, and ooh, I was glad. So it was really a blessing in disguise. It really just, you know, that capacity, like making sure that I'm that I'm scaling my business. Not because when I, at first when I thought of scaling Coach LaDondra at the beginning of business, every time y'all would say it, I would just only think about money. But there's other things that you have to scale in your business. Your time with God, your time with yourself, your time to have fun. Oh my goodness, boy, she knows. Coach LaDondra knows, like I, I was like, uh, Work hard, have fun later. But when is later? Oh my goodness. When is later going to be? You never know. And so um, when I took heed to that, man, it scaled. And it even broke the generational curse of being a workaholic. Because I come from a grandfather who um, worked so hard. And it wasn't because he was unhealthy. He was perfectly healthy. But he worked so hard that he started having these seizures that really just came from him not resting. It was just days and days, days of work, 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 work and no rest. And I and I actually had the privilege of living with him for two years. And I felt like God purposefully set me in their house to live with them for two years to see that. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me. And so knowing that that runs in my family, the workaholic and all grind, no rest, no not having fun, um, that really like inspired me to really listen to Coach Donner because y'all know she all about that generational code. That code, the, I mean, all the codes, she she knows them. I literally like respect it because I've seen it happen in my own family. And I've seen myself break that generational curse of, of fear, the generational curse of working so hard and not resting. And even the generational curse of people pleasing, of feeling like, okay, if I shrink my price for this person, then they'll buy in. No, because God is going to see that. And he said that you only serve one master, not two. So if you can go serve them people, but I promise you they're going to disappoint you. If you serve me and you you give out the price that I told you to give out, then you're going to be blessed because this is what I told you to do. This is what I know that you should do. Don't cheat me, guys. Like, don't cheat me. Don't make myself cheap. We ain't cheap over here. If I tell you to raise that price, if the price is different on, a, on another day, then that's what it is. Don't shrink yourself or what God has told you for, for men because now you're showing who your master is. And God is, he's the only one. Hey, so that is my skill on that. I hope all that makes sense. <laughs> that was powerful. Please, y'all, go back and listen to that because there was a lot of wisdom dropped there. And you, like I told you at the beginning, don't just hear this. Take this and do something with it. Put yourself in the the situation and be the client. You coach yourself and say, you know what? 
I'm hearing Jazz right now, Coach Jazz, and she's sharing her testimony. But where is this showing up in my life? And where do I need to break some generational cycles? And where do I need to tap into the codes at a deeper level? Where do I need to show up uh, differently and, and more empowered in my life and in my business? Where am I being the bottleneck of my business? Really do the work because if you're really trying to enter into another level, that's what it's going to require. Coach Jazz, you have empowered us with just a wealth of wisdom and we just appreciate you and you sharing your testimony and being just so raw, real, relevant, vulnerable and all the things we're all better for. What would be some words of encouragement that you would have for someone who's on the other end that is listening and Maybe they're in a place of pressure and they're not believing in themselves and not and don't have the courage to take the next step or to really invest in themselves to really expand their business. What would you what would you encourage with them to do? Well, because I started in that place, too, in my own household, living with my parents, when God took me out of um, residual income of being a youth pastor into being just full time entrepreneurship. He went from zero to 100 with me. So when that happened and I didn't have any support from my family because being a business owner didn't run in my family and I had lack of support, I had to realize that um, when God gives you a vision, he will provide provide everything you need. All you need is him. All you need is God's yes and your faith. And that's all you need. The Bible says, commit your ways to the Lord. Another version says, commit your works to the Lord. Trust in him. And he will bring those things to pass. Write the vision down, make it plain. And God says that even though it may take a little time, it will come to pass. Though it may, it may, it may tarry a little bit, but it will come to pass. One of the things that I remember that I definitely want to give out as a word of encouragement, do not throw away your, do not throw away your confidence because it will be rewarded. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 tells us that. And that's God telling you, be confident in what I gave you. Be confident in what I put in you because there's people out there for you to reach. And if you don't step out into your dominion and using those codes that Coastal Don Don just shared with us and using those, there's somebody that will not be able to fulfill their God-given purpose because you're not stepping into yours. And so I would say, don't compete and compare. Stay in your own lane. Run that race. Fight the good fight of faith. Write that vision down. Make it plain. Commit your works to, to the Lord. Trust in him and he will bring those things to pass. You only need God's yes and your best. You don't need anyone else's approval because heaven is our fan club. We don't need any any people having heaven is cheering us on. And so you're not alone. And also use your resources because I'm the type of person where I'm like, oh, like I feel like I can do it on my own. Not that I want to, but I just always felt like I have to. I feel like, okay, it's my dream. It's my vision. Like, let me let me do it. It, it belongs to me. I don't want to be a burden to anyone. You're not. Because God has specifically placed people around you and resources, per se, this podcast right here, to shift you into that, that lane that you're needing to step in. Step out of that boat. Walk on water. This is a walk on water journey. And if you don't do it now, then... You're missing out on the biggest blessing you could ever have because I never knew that I would be able to make 
10K in my business. I never knew that I would be able to break chains in children, break the suicidal thoughts, break the drug addictions off of children, um, break the generational curses of households being divided. It's so much more. It's bigger than you think. I know that was a long run, but I'm just telling you from the heart, do not delay the blessings that God has for you. He has plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you great hope in the future. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all, that was so good. Thank you for those words of encouragement. That was rich, sis. We are better for it. So if some people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And y'all, let me tell you this before I say, um, I have Jazz do that. Follow her. Follow <laughs> her. Because even if you don't have kids, as you notice, you're going to get some wisdom bombs that's going to empower you for the next and the next. And you get to build that relationship with her. And you may come into other children because you have children around you all the time. Athletes all around you all the time. You can be like, oh, my gosh, there, I, there was this girl on this podcast. You need to talk to her because the work that she does is life changing. And even if you have like a conference, women empowerment, all of that, she is your girl. She is an amazing speaker. And so I just wanted to say that because I just felt led to say that. And I don't want you to just look at this and be like, okay, one and done. No, look at this as an opportunity, not only for you to grow through her story, but this is a relationship building opportunity as well, because I want us as kingdom builders is to build in community, build in sisterhood, build in and together and not in silos because we're better together. So Coach Jazz, how can where can people find you and follow you and all the good things? Yes. Well I am on Facebook and Instagram and it is Jazzletics. Facebook Jazzletics LLC. Instagram, same thing, it's Jazzletics LLC. And for my website, it's Jazzletics Academy. So Jazzletics Academy, www.jazzletticsacademy.com. And it'll show you places where you can, um, you know, you can set up a call with me. Um, you can also, uh, you can also be able to send me a message, you know, even if it's an email, a message, I am a listening ear. It's very rare to find people who want to listen to you vent to them. I'll just tell you that now. So when you find somebody that has a listening ear, they'll take time out to hear what you got to say, especially if it's about your kids, right? Then that's a blessing because most people are, are so con- so condoned with their own problems in their own life. They're like, I don't want to hear your problems. When you find somebody who actually has the capacity to take on those burdens, then use it because that's what I'm here for. So follow me on those pages. I would love to meet, greet, talk to anyone who wants to be able to get to know me and even my story, because there's always more to share. It's always going something going on in the kingdom of God on earth is in heaven as it is in heaven, especially for me, y'all, because my, my journey is so unique. And so I'm, I'm here for I'm here for it all. And I thank you, Coach LaDondra, for inviting me here. I really do. Um, I suggest y'all continue to connect with her as well because she's like, when she said that the, the connection of sisters being together, there's so many connections I've had within this program with sisters in Christ that are still, that we still talk. Uh, y'all, before I say, before I leave, I have to say this. I kid you not. When I got into the program, I was not expecting to connect with a sisterhood like this. Y'all listen. Before I got into the program, I asked God to 
group me around sisters that have the same mindset as me, um, that, you know, have solutions for me and so forth. I got all that and more. First of all, Coach LaDondra, um, she is like my big sister. We're, we're twins out here. Y'all, we are twins, literally. Um, Coach Don, she helped me to learn how to prioritize my life, which made my calendar even now so much better because I had like 12 of them. And then other sisters that I had in the program, one of them, um, she does the uh, Kingdom Connection podcast. She is still such a prayer warrior in my life, connected with her. She's she's connected me with athletes that are in out of state because I live in Texas. Because I was able to be on uh, on her podcast and she was able to connect me um, with other podcasts, um, I've been able to have clients that are out of state um, to work with me, which made my life so much easier because I could be at my home instead of in the gym mentoring athletes. Um, then I had another one. This is maybe t- TMI, but I always wanted to connect with someone that supported holistic home birthing. And when I connected with her, Coach Coach LaDondra, what was her name again? How did I forget? Brain freeze. Rochelle. Yes. Rochelle. I was, like, I was like, Lord, no, you didn't. Now I got somebody like when I when I when I want to have my kids um at you know at home home birth holistically, I got I, I got my girl. I can call her up. That never would have happened if I didn't get into a group, a sisterhood of of sisters that not only had the same foundation of Christ with me, but they had goals where they actually care about people. And they they were just my type of people. Everything that I needed uh, came from Coach LaDondra, Coach Don, but also the other girls that were in the program as well. And they weren't even coaching me. But the fact that they had like businesses that they had to offer, it's like now I can connect with them. And so it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And once again, I just appreciate it all. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing all of this. It's really, really appreciated. And that's the thing about it. You don't want to go and run your business again in silos because like she said, it creates a ripple effect and you get to learn from one another. And so y'all, I'm going to put our information in the description below. So you don't worry about like trying to remember all the things. It's going to be there. All you got to do is just go in the description and then click the link and you'll be able to connect with her there. And then you can take advantage of any of the free resources that she have available, book that call and whatever else that you see on her website that entices you next. So y'all, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. And uh, I, I grew within this episode. And what I love is that when you have elevated conversations like this, that you you're just elevated. And so when you're around elevated people, you can't do nothing but elevate. Right. And so I pray that you guys have taken what you needed. You took notes, go back, listen to the replay. And if you're ready to take your business to the next level, apply for the next level program. Woke Next Level Program. Woke for us is women operating kingdom enterprises. So if you're a woman who's operating a kingdom enterprise and you found yourself in a place to where you're stuck and you're stagnant and you feel like you've tried all the things and you're still hitting up against a wall and you're looking for mentors that's going to actually guide you and help you to enter into your next level with customized plans that are going to elevate you according to God's blueprint, then go and apply. And one thing I'll tell you is that we're very honest. If we can't help you, 
we will let you know that. If we can help you, we will let you know that too. But we would love to partner with you if you are ready. And not everybody's ready and that's okay. We do have other programs for you that you can invest in until you're at this level. But this is a 12-month commitment. And so you want to commit for 12 months to your next level because this is about you investing in you and being reminded that you investing in you creates a ripple effect into the lives of the people that you are being called to serve and you're breaking off generational uh, chains that you don't even realize that you're breaking off because you're showing up and doing the work and investing in yourself y'all we will, uh, we will talk to you on the next episode. Until next time, I just pray just a commended blessing over each and every one of you. I pray that the words that was imparted in you today, that it returns a harvest of a hundredfold. Until next time, bye. Did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, nothing is impossible.